Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. You can tell people that you love them. You, you, you absolutely can. And it sounds weird, but why are you selling to people? Are you doing it to get their money or are you doing to deliver a product that they're going to love and come back to you in the future? I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text 310 310- That's 310-872-2423. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. I have our next LA Tech spotlight, and it is awesome because I've actually known about this company since they were a startup, and now they're a full-fledged tech company. I have... And plug here with me. Hi, Mike. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So, and plug. Tell us what is in plug and like how. How long has it existed? Like when was so it created? Nblug's been around about six years. Yeah. Um, really started blowing up about uh, four or five years ago. So so six years is, what is it, like 2011? I would say so, Around yeah. there, yeah. Um, I joined okay. the company about two years ago, a little okay. over two years now, two and a half years ago. And you um, work in sales? Yeah, I'm the head of sales. Okay, And cool. um, the, uh, it was founded, um, uh, one of the people that founded uh, is a, a very famous CEO in the world. Yes, she is. And um, one of the other founders is uh, Tina Wojcik, and uh, Tina created with uh, one of the other co-founders um, Microsoft Azure, which is um, the uh, the Microsoft cloud computing. So uh, NPlug came into the market mm-hmm. to a market that was on one hand a bunch of freeware right. that you download on your computer and you can do one screen, and on the other hand, it was a four engineer by engineer product. Right. That it was hugely expensive. Mm-hmm. I'm talking hundreds of thousands of dollars to implement a ton of servers out in the world, and you'd have to employ IT people to run those servers, and then you'd have to buy new servers, you'd have to buy new technology, right. all of this rigmarole to get something that was kind of like um, a slideshow on and, screens. And- now you're based in L- where in LA are you guys based? You're headquartered in LA. Yeah, we're based. Uh, we're in the Culver City area. In Culver City, yeah. but you're global now. Yeah, we're global. We have um, we have about sixty five people around the world. Uh, offices in um, Japan, London, uh, Australia, uh, Brazil, a um, couple places in Europe, um, and uh, and actually and in Southeast Asia. And, um, and then we have clients that are worldwide. We have clients like the Google campuses. We have clients like GE and Oracle, Marriott hotels, uh, Autodesk. So, um, the smartest technology companies in the world are choosing NPlug. Why? Um, because they want to have the future built in and that's really what we are. So we have an open platform, digital signage, um, all the other companies there, it's a closed platform. You can't develop on those companies. So much like Google Android and I, Apple iPhone, you, anybody can write an app onto those platforms. Right. So you've got a couple of things. You've got continuous evolution uh, and you've got um, continuous uh, expansion of of the actual product. So 
we're always uh, developing within the apps and we're always developing new apps. And in five years, yeah. something's going to come out that no one can predict and we'll have an app for that. That's so rad. And that's the name of the game. That's the real name of the game in digital signage. And so it's like what we're up against is, you know, like, like what I like to say is, hey, everyone, stop doing your own digital signage software. Right. We have an open platform. Just put apps on our software, become an unplug reseller. And I'm saying that to the largest uh, digital signage companies in the world now. Yeah. Because we, ha- we are winning the biggest clients in the yeah. world. We have a we have a ton of really great LA companies that are clients as well. Um, Dollar Shave Club, uh, Honest Company, yeah, uh, Riot Games, um, Dacry, uh, LA Clean Tech Facility, um, which are some of my favorite um, uh, local startups. And so we service every industry. Um, we're gigantic in the banking industry. Um, one of the largest banks in the country uses us and the coolest bank in the country uses <laughs> us, uh, two different ones. And, um, the, uh, and then where our business has really blown up in the last couple of years is, um, what I like to call the, the rise of internal comms. So, um, internal communications is this job that has really risen over the last maybe 10 years. Um, and it's like, marketing inside of the organization. So the HR role has kind of evolved into partially a marketing role as well. And and, and so there are chief internal communications officers, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so when you're wanting to have all of the people all over the world be on the same page, how are you doing that? You're going to send a bunch of emails out. Right. You're going to tell the managers to say things. You're going to do all of these different kind of processes to distribute out culture around the world. Right. To distribute out uh, training, information. Um, my background, again, is being in uh, behavioral psychology right. and organizational psychology. I love this stuff. I mm-hmm. talk about it every day um, because I love continuous training modules. And so um, where we have seen the most explosion in our business is everybody wants a KPI dashboard. Right. Uh, sales teams are using amazing products like Level 11, right. which um, kind of makes Salesforce.com look like ESPN. It's super cool. And sales teams all over the world, they need to get this up on screens. How are they going to get up on screens? They cut and paste the link right into Nplug. And it's that easy. I mean, so, I mean, if you make something so... Nobody wants to be a technical person when they don't, when they're trying to get something else done. They just right. want to get the thing done and right. move ahead. Exactly. Now, did you guys raise money? Yeah. Um, uh, I think uh, several series A in the beginning, um, and we haven't raised money since. We're doing, we're doing well. And how did you go from startup to tech company? Wow, that's a great question. So, like, what was um, the main thing that you're like, that really worked? The social media. The live social media blew us up from being a little startup to being a recognized startup. Um, the uh, the Forbes, um, you know, the Fortune magazine, thirty under thirty thing, or Forbes right. thirty under thirty yeah. thing, whichever one that was. I mean, Nancy's um, impressive. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's been recognized by Fortune magazine, and um, we won a bunch of awards at the Digital Signage Expo right. for being like the best new technology, things like that. Um, but I would say it's the um, the the excellent marketing team that we have mm-hmm. and the um the product being the right answer 
That's really, you know, like, like, like come to market with the wrong answer. and You'll be a startup forever. Right. Uh, come to market with the right answer and people want that right answer. And then money starts flowing into the organization and then you start growing. And then, um, one of the other really cool things that happened was there, the way the digital signage industry is mostly sold is what's right. called resellers. Right. So there are these tech teams all over the world that buy or basically sell technology right. for technology companies. Well, we're the easiest to install. And we're, we have the, the, the users that love us. Yeah. And so for an installer, if they've got a choice between one of our competition to resell their product and resell Nplug's product, well, it's kind of a no brainer because your clients are going to love you more and it's going to cost you less totally. to install. So it's the higher profit margin. Did you have a specific block somewhere in the beginning or know of, because I know you joined the team later on, was there a specific block that you're like, ah, oh, you know, we got rid of that and that helped speed up the okay. acceleration process. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So any business has to know which clients are going to be the most profitable. So you can call it an 80, 20 rule. Right. You can call it like, um, where's the biggest bang for your buck. Um, and that's going to be in your sales process. That's going to be in your support process. Right. Um, those two parts of the business are going to get really dinged if you're selling to the wrong people. Right. And so, um, we had a very necessary start in the restaurant industry. Mm -hmm. The restaurant industry will give you a ton of small sales. Um, it's kind of like um, a grass field. There's a right. ton of blades. And so there's a lot of opportunity there. But the opportunity is much harder to deal with and they don't spend as much money. Mm -hmm. And so as you're building and you're working with all of these smaller clients, um, then the, and your technology gets better because you get more money and you get yeah. to invest in more engineers and then you get better technology and then you start getting bigger clients. Right. And then once you get past that tipping point of being, uh, focused on one industry like the restaurant industry and then being able to start talking to the Googles of the world, being able to start talking to the Autodesk, right. all those kinds of things. Um, then that's really where the shift happens because those larger clients pay a ton more and they demand a ton less right? because it's one person paying you X number of dollars, which is 10 times what, you know, you would need 10 times the amount of people. So your support staff, is, it's much easier on the support staff yeah. and then, um, and, and much less trouble. So it makes it much less expensive. So then your profitability goes up. Amazing. One of the things that you had asked me, um, in the, like you had sent me an email about right. like, who do you think is cool in this area? Yeah. Daiquiri, I think is cool in this area. Oh, we interviewed Daiquiri. Daiquiri is dope. Tell I, us about Daiquiri. Well, yeah. they use Unplug. I love that. <laughs> but the only reason I know about them is yeah. because they reached out and they're like, hey, we need some stuff. Yeah. But when I started researching Daiquiri, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's cool. Those guys have gone. All right. The community of the earth is not ready for Google glasses. Right. People are grabbing them off other people's faces and throwing them in the street and right. in the mission in San Francisco. And, um, but we can put it right where people need it in a place that people are already using a helmet. And then we can have augmented reality training where somebody's learning how to do, build an, 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 a, uh, an airplane engine and it's showing them all the things that they're supposed to do next in their glasses. What? Or a guy walks into. And that's Daiquiri. That's Daiquiri. A guy walks into a, um, 
into a, uh, what do you call it? A, like, um, a factory floor. Right. And he can scan all of the meters in the factory right. from one's position from across the room. Right. That's rad. Yeah. Or you're standing in a couple of places in a construction site and like you, you're the, it's scanning it and you can, it's just crazy. Yeah. So that one is super cool. Um, the and other one. And you guys will include it in the show notes too. So yeah, you can totally. Yeah, Zachary's cool. And then the other one that I think is super cool is, um, um, Synchromatics. And that one is one that's, um, it's not as sexy, mm-hmm. um, to, to all of these like young hip startup people, maybe, or maybe it is, I'm not sure. Um, those guys are attacking the bus and transit market. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just going to explode. Right. Yeah. And so, um, they are doing digital signage for buses and for trains and for when you're standing next to the train, all that kind of stuff that's going on while you're on a bus right. or any public transit, that's right here in LA. And how do you spell yeah. that? Do you- uh, Synchromatics. Um, God, I'm a terrible speller. Yeah, I, know. I went to Los Angeles public school Susan, system. So Carl, Carl, Carl will Google search it yeah, and make sure it's in, yeah. Yeah, make sure it's in cool. the show notes They're in for LA us. startup. Um, the other ones, the, the guys I love uh, are downtown at the... Um, the uh, Los Angeles Clean Tech mm-hmm. uh, uh, Incubator, totally um, gorgeous and, facility. Oh my god! Yeah. And and the guy that runs that facility is Joe Crowley, and um, a sweeter guy there has never been. Right? Like like um, I went down there, and the guy walked me around the whole place, and like he likes heavy metal too. You know, it's like, <laughs> he's just super super cool. So, how can people connect with you to explore more about? Do you have a blog, Twitter? I mean, I'm sure people want to read up on your insights. Um, that would be great if I did. Um, <laughs> I don't. I uh, I have been. I've, I'm very focused on like the company itself. So um, like, and, and the people within the company itself. So I don't really have like an external, like, Hey, um, you should learn about sales from me. Right. Um, I, um, I'm an advocate for sales. Like uh, I think, um, it, you know, like in, in that it, does get that bad rap in that people feel icky about it. Like, why do you feel icky about right. sharing a product or sharing something great? You know, like, so, um, I definitely defend the, uh, the, the sales professional right. and condemn the sales guy, you know? So yeah. it's like, um, but yeah, no, I don't, um, I wish I did have mm-hmm. some kind of cool thing. People could reach out to me. Are you um, able to share, um, in kind of framework, uh, how much money you've brought in or some kind of like framework of, what level of sales that you've done or something like that? Uh, yeah, that sounds braggatory. Yeah, the, bra- <laughs> the braggy stuff. <laughs> um, I, uh, while I was at Yelp, I probably brought in like, I think I calculated at one time at around 10 million. Um, I don't know. It's, um, you know, it's a, it's an advertising program, right? Uh, kind of like Google ads. That's mm-hmm. what we sold. Right. And, um, there's different, various different variations and now it's evolved into so many different things, right. the E24 and all those cool things. So, um, the, you know, like what has, what is, what are the things that I have sold back then turned into now? Right. Uh, how long do those people say as clients on average, right. that kind of thing. So, um, but I would say somewhere in the range of like 10 million, uh, just because of the monthly reoccurring revenue over right. time. Um, at Nplug, I can't share anything. Of course. Like, uh, we're private and whatnot. We're, um, 
We are working on some incredibly crazy projects right now. Can you right say now. that it was, it's in the millions as well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say so like, um, over the course of the couple of years. Um, and it's, a it's about to, uh, it's like, we're working on a project that is a gigantic international project right now. And the only reason why we're working on that project mm-hmm. is our theory of the business is right. And that's cool. Yeah. The reason why we're getting one of the biggest projects in the world today right. is because we said, hey, this is the way the industry should be. Right. And this is the need that the, that the, that the client really has. Right. And we were right. And the client really has that need. And so the ability to customize on top of a platform, mm-hmm. um, this company needs something that they can build on top of a platform right. for their clients to explode their business. And so you can't do that on the other platforms. Right. People can come in and um, build out their apps to look however they want when they go in and interact with them yeah. on the back end and on the front end. Can you so, walk us through, like, what's that mean visually? I think it's so exciting that you're saying that Implug is essentially um, a platform for digital advertising rather than the digital advertising, you make it available to even more people in more innovative ways because of how you've built the platform. Right. What does that look like to me as I'm the bakery shop or the football stadium? Like what, do, what does it look like that I can build on top of what you've, right. what, what is so, that? Yeah. Okay. So, so those are two very different clients. I'll give you a couple examples yeah. for, for each one. So like the bakery client is uh, nine times out of 10, just going to jump on and use the apps that we have. It's mm-hmm. going to be really easy, kind of like using a smartphone. Yeah. So we've got fantastic reviews online, mostly because the um, because the back end is just easy right. to manage your content. And here, I'm going to turn on this app. I'm right. going to put this content into the app. It's on right. the screen. Yay, we're done, right? And mm-hmm. so um, traditional digital signage is extremely hard. It looks like uh, a cross between iTunes and 1990s Windows file folders. And so that's the old style. Right. Our style, it looks like you're using an iPhone. Who are you going to choose if you're the consumer that's using an iPhone every day? Right. Right. And so um, for that bakery client, they're going to say, okay, I need to have, um, maybe they're going to want to have some of the interactive social media. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're going to want to have a really cool blog that they've put into our RSS app. Right. That anytime they post that blog, it just goes right up on the screen. They don't have to do anything. Right. It goes on their website. It goes on their screen. Right. Um, they're going to put up all their menus. They're going to put up all of their promotions. They're going to put up all of the different things that they want people to see. Mm-hmm. And they're never going to have to print anything ever again in their life. And if they have 20 locations, they don't have to print things out and send them out there. Right. They can just push a button and this thing goes up on the screen in 20 locations. That's so cool. Um, so the, the other thing that you the said was like the stadium, football stadium, yeah. the soccer stadium, um, those guys are going to want to have all sorts of different cool things. Mm-hmm. They're going to mix in video and they're going to want to do interactivity. So right. one of the really fun ones I saw was actually a UCLA basketball team used us for right. a big, big, big event. And, um, it was like, they had all these questions. Right. They were asking the crowd on the jumbotron and then people were uh, chatting in or not chatting, uh, uh, tweeting in the answers right. and then they were getting the answers up on the screens. So you can start having this kind of interactivity with the screens that's right. triggered. Um, we are one of the only triggered, uh, uh, digital signage. So you can have something going on on the screen, right. somebody does something and then it changes what's on the screen. Then a completely interactive right. experience. Right. Interactive that's experience. so cool. Yeah, so. Why LA and not 
another startup city like San Francisco or even Austin or New York. I mean, New York is huge for advertising. So why be headquartered in LA? Right. Okay. So we, uh, we're not really an advertising company. We are a uh, tech product that is used by all sorts of different people for all sorts of different things. One of those things people use it for is outdoor advertising. Right. Um, and so we're excellent to be used as the platform by which you deliver right. your at- outdoor advertising. But um, that is not all we are. So we service, um, we service almost any, any industry. If you go to our little, um, our little drop down menu on what industries we work with, it's, it's every industry because Nplug is a tool that anyone can use. It's putting content on screens right. from anywhere in the world to anywhere in the world. Right. And so, uh, why LA? Um, I have no idea. Um, I'm in LA because my family's here and, um, I think maybe, um, uh, the group, they started off down here in LA. Right. They were all LA people. Um, and, uh, Nancy actually is from, uh, Colorado right. and, um, had come out to Los Angeles and just, uh, got into the tech startup community here. And, um, I think she spoke to every single human in the tech startup <laughs> community, um, which, uh, which is one of Nancy's superpowers. And, um, and, and that's what makes her super amazing. And, um, the, uh, among other things, but the, the, um, the YLA, I think it's just because that's, this is where the guys went to school and they started off in an apartment in downtown Los Angeles. Crazy. And then they moved to a little house yeah. in, uh, it, they, they, it, may, it sounds really fancy in Bel Air, but yeah. it's not fancy. It makes so, me think but, of the movie uh, Social Network. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah it, and it was like, you yeah. know, it was like a bunch of people like, like living and working in a house. Right. And uh, sometimes people are like, oh, you guys, your offices is a house. I'm like, no, our offices is <laughs> an office, but, uh, but it used to be, you yeah. know, and that's kind of a fun thing because like, um, and that's something that kind of attracted me to the organization when I read about that. I just was like, I remembered Yelp. We lived in this, uh, we didn't live, we lived in it, but we uh, worked in this uh, S-hole in downtown San Francisco and it was not nice, you know? And it's like, and I I was like, okay, these guys have gone through the not nice part and they've come out of it and they've moved from this little tech startup-y stage to like, they've got a full-blown business that they're running, so. And if you had one ask of the community, something that they could do to continue to support Mplug and its success, what would that ask be? Besides telling their friends, um, I, um, <laughs> let's see, you know, like um, every one of your businesses can use an Nplug screen and you will get fantastic results out of it. So, um, I mean, we should have one here at yeah. Beach House Cowork. I, I think there should be one right there on the wall. I don't know yeah. why there isn't one. Perhaps we'll make something happen <laughs> very, very quickly. Um, but, um, you know. If it's a, if you're in, especially if, if there's a shared workspace here or something like that, um, but if you're in the LA tech community and you want to have a screen that has all of the cool stuff that's going on for your business, you want to communicate to your employees, you want to have any kind of thing that communicates, um, that's one of the best avenues have a really interesting digital signage and we, we sell it kind of like a cell phone plan. Yeah. So I was just going to ask how much does it cost? Uh, So, so the price per screen goes down the amount of screens you have. So the more screens, the Mm -hmm. less it is per screen, but it's like, um, it's like a cell phone plan. So it's like, um, 
Uh, one screen is 130 bucks a month, two screens, is like 170 bucks a month, something like that. And you buy a device. We don't make any money off the devices. They cost 199 bucks. And so you literally walk up to a screen, pop open a box. It's kind of like an iPhone box, plug it into the screen in five minutes. It's on in 15 minutes. You've got great content. And then you can put whatever you want up there. You can right. schedule it out. You can have live social media. You can have all sorts of cool stuff. So so cool, um, especially yeah. if you're doing a ton of events. It's it's yeah. just an amazing interactive experience. Yeah. Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Call of Duty used us at Comic Con to raise their social media. So rad. So you know, like like it's it's a good product. <laughs> it's so like, rad. It's like, yeah, yeah. Mike, thank you for being so generous with oh, your time. My pleasure. My be pleasure. sure to check out the episode. It's a bonus episode with Mike talking about how to be the most efficient salesperson that you can be and how to really lead with trust and heart and relatability. And so you don't have to be one of those icky sales guys, yeah. but rather be a sales professional. Yeah, sales professional. And you can tell people that you love them. You, you, you absolutely can. And it sounds weird, but like, why are you selling to people? Are you doing it to get them? Are you getting it to get their money? No, or are I you am. doing to deliver a product that they're going to love and come back to you in the future? 100%. Right? You guys check out Mplug. This has been amazing. Remember, it's enplug.com. And I just, Mike, thank you. If you want to connect with more powerful people like Mike, go to the We Are LA Tech private chat, which is wearelatech.com slash VIP. That's wearelatech.com slash VIP. This has just been such an exciting interview, and it's really, really cool to see a startup go from idea to startup to huge company. You said you said it, it spreads 65. About 65 60, people across the yeah. world and and like the, the product is worldwide. It's, yeah, it's um, Australia yeah. and yeah. like just Africa. Everywhere. It's like it's crazy. Uh, Brazil. Yeah. Our Brazil team is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You yeah. guys definitely be sure to check out Implugged. I will talk to you guys, hear you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Oh, and Mike's email to connect if who everybody that wants to get an implug set up ah. in their business right now. Yeah. What do they do? Oh, it's very difficult email. <laughs> it's M I K E at E N P L U G dot com. I'm sorry for the length of it. It's uh, I know it's hard to remember, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, very simple, but yeah, it definitely, it, uh, it's a super easy process. Um, like it's going to take you 20 minutes to get good digital signage on a screen. And uh, then you're going to go out and you're going to write us really great reviews <laughs> and, uh, and share us. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye thank guys. You. When I was a little girl playing in my father's office, I dreamed of learning how to code, but my dad wasn't a coder. He was a businessman and I never got to learn how. And it's been something that I've been curious about my whole life. And now like this whole world is startup and tech crazy. And I just want to know how to code too. Hack Reactor makes coding professionally go from being a dream and something that you just desire to have to really being a legitimate programmer. You could get a job straight away after. Even if you've been curious and you want to improve your skills and you're working in the marketing department and you happen to have to learn how to do HTML and you want to take your steps that much further, you got to check out Hack Reactor. Hack Reactor is the trusted environment, academic level education to go to to become the best programmer that you could possibly be. Not only will you get the education, but you'll get the support from them to make sure that you're not alone in the journey. HackReactor.com. We Are LA Tech, hosted by Esprit Devora, has been a WeAreTech.fm production. 
Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.